I do get carried away chatting because loads of things come to my head, you know what I mean, and times and stuff. It's probably why we're friends. It's probably yeah. why we're friends. <laughs> Hi, Sean. How are you? Are you doing careful? All good, thank you. And yourself? Yeah, good, good. How's the weather in uh, Bristol? It's a bit chilly today. Um, <laughs> uh, we've, uh, well, yeah, we've had everything. We've had the sun. We've had the, uh, we've had the snow. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so it's, uh, but today it's nice. It's, uh, it's, it's cold, but it's, it's a clear day. What nice, about you? Yeah. How's it in Bonnie, Scotland? <laughs> it's not that Bonnie. Um, <laughs> we, we've kind of hit every season in the last two days, I think, same as everywhere. So um, it's been crazy, to be honest. Um, but good crazy, good crazy. Oh, good, 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 good. good. Um, yeah, so for me, this is quite a cool one because um, we've known each other for a long time and we travelled quite well. We've travelled a lot of places actually. Yeah, we've been, we've been, yeah, we've been quite a few places. I see you everywhere, though, Kevin. Don't I? Yeah, we're kind of two coaches that actually travel. And like when I first started wanting to get onto the international circuit with my club team, it was kind of you and Sharon, to be fair, kind of set the benchmark of the expectation for a club coach with international level fighters. Yeah, um, that was obviously a big part because obviously you've got a great team, but also because you're you're promoting the Bristol Open as as a big part of it, right? Yeah, well, we you know the um, the, the you see it, the the first plan was um, that uh, from as far as I can imagine, it, it we've we've always tried to um, to go abroad to to compete because I see it as um, if, if you've got international fighters and you 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 want to sort of go on the um, fighting Europeans or worlds, you you got to get that experience. And yeah. I think the experience you need is you you want a bit of everything. So you, you know you want to go to Italy, you want to go to Hungary, you want to go to um, uh, the USA. You know you want to go to all these places to experience um, the type of different fighters. You know what's expected and you know, um, different type of refereeing, you know. I'd say, for instance, in, you know, you, you go to, you go to Italy, it's, it's, it's all set out as if you would be at a whack of Europeans or world. Yeah. You know, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, it's not very many people on the map except for you walking through the middle. Um, and, you know. <laughs> and me, me personally, because that's accurate. I'll take that one at the gym. <laughs> yeah. and, and, uh, uh, and, you know, everything is done to time and stuff like that. So, you know, um, so, we, we, we get that experience as well and then it's obviously experience with fighters so you get different types of fighters you fight in you fighters you would you'd meet in, on the in, international um the sort of european and, and world championship so if you get your fighters to, to get that experience um we have to go there and and and, and, and get the experience and 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 suck it all up and, and get knowledge you know it's information yeah. for the as a coach and information um, um for the fighter and, you know, there's, there's so much you can learn from that. Yeah, I think that's super relevant. And th the biggest thing there is, is is relevance, right? Because the British circuit is very, very strong. It has been for years. But it's also very different to an international circuit in the fact that the style of fighting, if you were to just stay in Britain and then go to the wackos, you'd probably fall short just because the difference, not the talent. I'm not saying we're, we're less talented, but the style of fighting especially now I feel more than ever, there is a little shift in the style of what they do and what we do. And if you're not going to expose yourself up until like, you know, the final of the Champions League for looking for an analogy, then you're going to have an issue straight away, right? Yeah, sure, of course. Um, if you, 
Uh, yeah, it, it, we, we are a lot different in the UK. Um, it's, it's, it's changed a lot through time. Um, so if you, if you go back to how, how it was in the 80s or the you know, late 70s. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to get uh, on to that, don't worry. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's all changed. And, yeah. and um, now in the last... Um, you know, last 10 years, again, it's, it's, it's changed big time because now we've got the, the, the youth coming through and we've had the time of, of um, a lot of different other coaches have gone abroad. Yeah. You know, you, you got, uh, you know, just looking at what, what uh, WACO offers is, you know, you got the um, uh, load of different WACO competitions around Europe um, happening. Um, so, you know, you got the chance to go there and fight somebody you'd fight in the, again, like in the Europeans or worlds, you know. Um, so a lot of British um, coaches taking a fight over to, to get that experience and, you know, to learn, you know, because knowledge is key, you know. So, yeah. so the, more, the more information you got, the better for yourself. And what you could bring to yourself, what you could bring to your school and develop your fighters. Um, and you got first time in... in um, um, uh, experience there, so it only takes for us. It's only an hour, two hours to go to Europe. Yeah, it's amazing. Uh, and, you know, you and and now you could probably go to a competition every other week. Well, not now, but yeah, no. Normally, it was kind of like you know, it's a, it's, it's, if you had it your way, you go everywhere. You're pretty close to doing everything anyway. But like, you could compete every two weeks quite comfortably before lockdown, easily. Like, yeah, if it wasn't yeah. if it wasn't domestic, it was international. Yeah, like yeah. that first half of the year, January to maybe maybe as far as May, you've got an international a month, let alone our domestic British championships and everything else on top of it. It's it's it's, it's very thick and fast early on for sure. Yeah, our, our, our well, it used to be our busiest time would, would have been uh end of January. So you know, you got you got Dave Ryan's Watford, then you have yeah. um <clears throat> Uh, so, sorry, I tell, I tell a lie, it would be Golden Glove, then they Ryan's Comptis and uh, Watford Open, then it would be um, Croatia, Af then Athens. it would be Athens, no, Athens, then Croatia, sorry, yeah. yeah. And then, British. You, uh, then you got the British, so it's, that's a good run up for the British. And then you got probably, you may have a week free, then you got the Irish Open, bam, you know, yeah. then, you know, then you went to it. It's, it's lovely. It's, it's, I mean, you know, you, you talk to any fighter or coach and, you know the feeling of getting the, the competitive feeling. You know, seeing all, all your friends from uh, from all yeah. places. You know, and um, you have talks, you have meetings as you do, and you talk about strategies, you talk about fighters, you talk about competitions and stuff like that. You know, um, really missing that. Really missing. Yeah. That. And uh, it all helps with development. You know, development of your fighter, development of yourself. Yeah. You know, um, and it, yeah, it's it's, uh, it's it's good. One thing that I think you're really great at is, so backstory, you were one of the first names I was ever exposed to when I first started training. Um, and it was like that old school mentality, but you were kind of just about still fighting when I started competing. In fact, I remember seeing you compete in Italy in a tag team event, I think it was with Andy oh, Cleves. Jesus, yes. Italian Open or Golden Glove? I think it was Golden Glove. Golden glove, golden glove. And before I even saw that and met you, my instructor Curtis Page used to always talk about Sean Vieira's ability to stand in front of you this close and 
put you under immense pressure and still counter fight to you, but from an attacking distance. And that was one of the first ever stories I can relate back to as hearing about my instructor's era was your name. Um, and it was, it's a, let's, let's just go back. Let's just bring it right back and talk about how you got into this. Was, was Lao Ga your first art or did you um, come from different styles? Really? Um, uh, see, now, if you, if you can imagine back in the, back in the seventies, uh, well, you can't imagine because, <laughs> you know, but you know, back in the seventies, <laughs> um, it's kind of different. It's, it's a lot different. So you had, you didn't, you, you had a lot of um, karate com, uh, yeah. uh, schools, you had a lot of Taekwondo, you know, so the first one I done was Taekwondo. That was the first. Um, Actually trained in. Yeah. Really? And it, okay. it was the boys club. It was in a boys club. We used to have this boys club. So they was doing this Taekwondo. And then it, for me, it was, yeah, okay, it was something, something to do, but it didn't really tick the boxes for me, just for me. Maybe yeah. the instructor, maybe the yeah, environment yeah. What it was in, you know. So we had a choice of carrying doing Taekwondo or going playing football or, or take tennis or, you know. So it was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. get Taekwondo, I'll, I'll do this. And then, um, Next to my old school, they built a sports center in Eastern. Well, I was a part of uh, area of uh, Bristol. <laughs> and um, we used to go in there and watch the, again, they had the Taekwondo class, but because I, in my head, it was like, I've done this before, don't really want to do this again. And then they had a Kung Fu class. No way. Right. I was like, yeah, okay, this sounds cool. So um, a friend of mine's, we heard that the instructor punched punched in the stomach. So my friend just wanted to go there, get punched in the stomach and do loads of push Yeah, yeah. So I thought, yeah, okay, I'll come along with you. And I'm, I'm that, yeah. I don't want to get punched in the stomach, but you know. <laughs> so we done that. He lasted one day, um, one night, and I just carried on. No and way. Then, really? Yeah, I just carried because like um, I'm like a, I'm like a person who who tries to, I I, I very rarely follow. Yeah, I sort of just lead. So if I like something and you don't want to do it, hey, that's good with me. I'm yeah. gonna do it. Do you know what I mean? So yeah, from yeah. There, we did it and then you know, um how old were you when you started, Sean? Probably it's not like these days. These days people start like two. Um uh <laughs> black belt I, by four. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I I I started from I think about ten. So it's about um, still young though, still young. Um, ninety, yeah, probably nineteen seventy six. Yeah, yeah, nineteen seventy six. I would started there, uh, and then yeah, yeah, we, we just carried on from there. That's great. So yeah, that's a long time training, like ten years of age all the way through to now. You you still actively train. I know that for sure. I see Andy post a lot of clips of uh, stuff you've been doing uh, still to this day. Um, it's obviously a massive passion. Kung oh, Fu, yeah. I mean Kung Fu as well, because like a lot of tendency was that, or it seemed to be, people used Kung Fu, they got into it, they then kind of discovered kickboxing. And a lot of places, including my own training to a certain extent, although it was pushed on me to carry on the Kung Fu, I'm just not patient enough for it. Natasha's brilliant at it, by the way. She loves it. But for me, I, I haven't got the concentration people tended to pick one or the other at some stage, but yeah. you guys in Bristol have always had this really nice synergy with both styles. Yeah, well, we got a hardcore base, you know, um, yeah. training with like, uh, with Lloyd Allen and um, we've always, he's always um, really pushed the, 
the um, the star, the kung fu star, and then we had we had um, like uh, we had other other um, quite high instructors in, from Bristol, um, John Russell and Andy Nation. So you know these guys always you know they're just traditionalists. You know uh, they're not really competition fighters, traditionalists. And then you had um, we had a. a, a one of our first instructors was um, a guy called Winston Greenwood, who was the full contact, um, he won the WACO European full contact championship heavyweight. You know, so he was always bringing us to competitions and bring, um, going to Tower Ballroom, uh, Kung Fu Nationals and stuff like that. And then, then he kind of faded away and Lloyd took over the reins and, and, and um, carried it on. So, but we all used to, always used to have class of traditional Kung Fu. And we loved it, you know, we, you know, with Nathan Lewis, you know, the Allens and, you know, it's, it's good Sharon there, you know. And so we, yeah, I've always taught, and I still do, you know, I still do a Kung Fu class. I do a few Kung Fu classes and I do my, uh, my uh, kickboxing class. So, you know, it's, it, that's my base and that's my love and passion. I always loved, always loved it and I always will, you know, cause I always, I always like learning. Uh, I, I think I, it's good as well because like, so, Correct me if I'm wrong, but Sean and Sean, uh, Andy and Sharon, yeah, you're Sean, you're Sean. Andy and uh, Andy and Sharon are both yours, right? They're your students, is that yeah, right? Well, well, well how, how it comes across, well, I say this, uh, um, we I, I, I started on Lloyd Allen, yeah, so Lloyd Allen's, um, uh -huh. I did another instructor before Lloyd, but then I started with Lloyd, um, uh, fairly soon after that, so, um, then, uh, I was training with Lloyd for years and years and years. And then um, Sharon started training with Lloyd as well. So okay. when I opened my new, when I opened my, um, I started teaching, opened my club in St. Paul's, um, Sharon came along and trained with me as well. So she okay. trained with me and she trained with Lloyd as well. So Lloyd is our really main instructor, but I'm one of eight instructional Sharons, you know what I mean? Um, which she came, you know, she helped out. And she, 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 she trained for, for many, many years. And then and in Andy, Andy Cleves, also started training with me as well at a young age, Andy Cleese, Ross R. Scott, um, Luke Roberts. Uh, and, and then, you know, we had Gerds come down from um, Derby when he was at university, then he started training with me. So we had, a, you know, we had a good little, um, a good little group, you know. Um, I, I mean, uh, the, the names of fighters has come through us, uh, it's, it's been phenomenal. We have, we've, yeah. had, we've had a, 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 a massive group, um, you know, for, um, uh, a club team we've done i think we've done really well you know um because we we used to you know them days especially in the uh i always say in the 80s we used, we used to fight you know we used to it, it sports today is phenomenal it's fast it's different, it's different though for but, sure but there but back in the 80s we had to take chunks out of each other so you know you, yeah. you, you'd come in the dojo i can remember um at the dojo, come in the gym, and we can remember seeing um, uh, one of my friends, a guy called Joe Stern, and he, and he said to me, Sean, when you come in here to fight, you're gonna have to fight. You know, you, you, and if you don't fight, you're just gonna, the, you, you can get no respect. And I, and, and I can remember going in there and, you know, them trying to take chunks out of me, you know, Phil Allen, you know, because oh, Phil's uh, a lot me. And Phil is grab you and he's take chunk. I mean, and you know, you can say Nathan Lewis, you can say ask him the same thing. You know, they used to smash and Nathan, you know, I can remember Nathan kicking Andy Cleves. We had a stage and they're kicking him under the stage. You know? <laughs> and, and if he didn't come back out, and I said, Nathan, what are you doing? What are you doing? And he used to be like, 
they got to learn. They got to be strong. <laughs> you know, it's like, oh, you know, come on. Yes, <laughs> stay, stay, stay. But they, guys, you know, they, they, it was different them days. You know, yeah. Um, for all the good reasons, not bad reasons. You know, no, no. We, we 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 trained hard. We with the fitness was, was was incredible. You know, and um, and then what happened with us is that we we all got selected for for a national team. So when we got selected for a national team, that took, took it to another level. So when we got to the national team now, um, it was trained with the um, Laogar team, you had, you'd come in the room and you'd be like, wow, these guys are crazy. Yeah. You, had, you had Neville training, you had, you had uh, Clive Parkinson, you had um, Kevin Brewton, you had Peter Edwards, you know, you had um, Mark Ashton, you had Alvin Mighty. And these guys, these guys weren't messing around. These guys... What's, we, the, what's the sparring like? Oh, you! I mean, Curtis would be in there, and Curtis would come up to me, and I can remember one of the first things Curtis said to me when, um, uh, when we started training, he said to me, um, he said, "You realize that Neville is going to make every bone in your body ache, so every muscle in your body ache." He said, "Even your toes are going to ache." <laughs> I was like, "Yeah, right. Yeah, right. You know, because I train hard anyway." Oh my God, I couldn't walk for the week. I'm really? struggling getting out my car, you know, and then, you know, um, you'd be there and you'd be watching the sparring and it'd be like winter stays on and it's proper competitive, you know, kicks going everywhere, you know, um, Kevin Bruton would just smash into you and oh, freaking, oh, and this is the old, older lot. And then you had Baptiste, you had... Um, uh, Dave's, Dave's a beast. Oh, jeez, oh, he was a nightmare. He was a night, very orthodox, um, orthodox style, but he was a nightmare. You couldn't get near him. He's strong as an ox, even now. Like we, yeah. we used to do a lot of his tournaments. We don't do much in Scotland right now, um, but you see the condition of this guy still. Like it blows my mind. He's, he's literally just pure muscle. Like he's, he's so like, dense physically. Natural athlete. Natural athlete. Yeah. Reaction time is amazing. I've seen footage of him as well. I can remember clearly. I've seen a lot of footage from Clash. But I can remember seeing footage of that, and it just like it, it just explode. It was, it was just yeah. like oh, and those gloves. I yeah. might as well just get my post-it note and just like balance it on my hand. That could be actually too thick. Yeah, like, yeah, that's that's too thick, too, too thick. thick. Yeah, yeah. Like, it was he, amazing. He, he would have the thinnest ones as well. He'd have the thinnest <laughs> ones, and you'd be pushing the foam away. <laughs> yeah. Wait, he, Dave Baptiste can kick. Dave Baptiste tried to axe kick. Um, Chris. <laughs> Chris Cullimore out competition and kicked him in his knee, axe kicked him in his knee. Oh dear, you know, and we used to crack up laughing. It, 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 but it, we had such a bond, you know. Yeah. It, it looked like you guys were tight. Every footage oh, you see, there's such a sense oh, of team there. Oh, the team, in, and the thing is, you were there on merit. If you were in that team, you, you, you if you didn't hit that, that the, the A team, well, we was the B team once and we had to fight the A team. And it was like, you're here because you're good enough to be here. Yeah. Now let's go out and get the A team. And the A team was like, you know, Kevin Brood and Neville, uh, uh, Peter Edwards, and, you know, them guys. Really? Yeah, 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 yeah. We gave him a good run for the money. I'd fight Neville. Did you? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. How was it? Was it good? Oh, yeah, it was, it was, it was, it was okay. They said he scored his axe kick on me and it hit my back, but. Really, <laughs> And we have that, we have that argument. We was his that. um was his leg as good as everyone talks about? Yeah, yeah, it'll go really? up and you'll hold it there, and then you just slice it right down. You if you if you get in the way, I mean luckily it hit my back. 
<laughs> if it hit my head, if it hit my head, it would have been decapitated. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's even now, like I, I can remember going to the squat trainings and everyone is just like still sitting in splits for fun. Just like no effort. It's wild. Like there seems to be that generation, like you guys, your Baptiste and stuff like that. That there's definitely a sense of responsibility to maintaining the training that they've gone on in years gone by. Or they trained that hard they couldn't get rid of it even if they tried. Like everybody from that era is in fantastic condition. Yeah, I mean that that was the you know I, I've always seen as um, you know if, if you're an athlete you've got to be fit. You know you got you got to be um, fit strong. Yeah. You know I mean you can't especially I mean now it's it's it's, it's even different. It's, it's the training is, is different again. You know you you've got to have that speed that reaction. You know. For you guys is Bristol in general. Like, if you ask people about, like, you know, I'm going from more than what I heard, but Sean, I, I fought Andy quite a few times, and I've seen Sharon fight Lowe's. I've had the honour to sit there and be involved in team events with Top 10 with her, and she's yeah. amazing. But the biggest thing that stands out with both of those guys in their career, for me, as a, as a competitor, but also to watch them, is their conditioning. Their foundation-based conditioning is oh, frightening. Yeah, um... Both of them, um, you know, let's it's start with Sharon first. So Sharon, if you can imagine, she would be the only girl um, of say 12, 13. And then all of us would be probably early twenties and we'll be training, a prompt mm -hmm. training, you know, full on. And Lloyd, if Lloyd see you slacking, he'll be on your case, don't care who you are. You know, so he'd be shouting at you, giving you abuse. So if you couldn't take that, the door is there, you know? So basically, Sharon used to train, she would say nothing. She'd just complete it, just do everything and train as hard as she can. And you can see now, that's why she's um, such a good fighter. Obviously, there's a lot of other things, you know, she's all yeah. about fighting. You know, she can kick, she can punch, she's got reaction time, she's got speed, you know, she's got a good head on it. So, you know, all these things is, is what was taught into us, you know? and. Uh, the way we see it and the way I see it, the way I, the way I teach all my students is, is um, you know, you've got to have that fitness, you've got to have that mindset, you, you know, or you, you're going you're gonna to fade away. You know, you're going to fade yeah. away. That way of training really does suit how competitions are now because, you know, way back competition, like you can say, you know, in the UK, competition only one round. Wacko, if you're doing two rounds, you're doing three rounds, you know? Rounds, uh, yeah. Yeah. You know, so I think that's brilliant because I used to love the extra rounds. I love the extra rounds. I, I love think some fight. fighters, the, the round changes dependent on the tournament at one point or another could change who was in it. Like based on one round, you'd have a whole different crowd being successful, but the, the, and then in the twos or the threes, you start to see the difference between who's maybe a good fighter, as in like a point fighter, to who's a good athlete and a like a, an all rounder. You definitely see this little split emerge at one stage. Exactly. So um, going back in, let's say the um, late eighties, um, early nineties, you had a lot of competitions. Then you had open weight, you know. So the competition, just, yeah. you know, you, you go to competition one round, then you have open weight two rounds. Oh, fantastic for me. Lovely. Really? Yeah, it, it, it changes the goalposts. So now, you know, one round, it's like, bam, 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 get as fast yeah. as you can, you know? So like you say, in, um, they bring is good experience of going to America because America is always one round. 
Yeah, it was always one round. And it was, uh, <laughs> I managed to fight. It was five. First five. Uh, uh, crazy. Um, yeah. It used to be like, bam, bam, bam. Everything's fast, 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 fast. You know, and the little move off, boom. You know, and I think, geez, yeah, this is cool. So I used to fight. I fought with America. I mean, one year I went there five times to fight because... We, we, we wanted to, me, me and the Megatron, Phil Allen, we wanted to get that sort of speed, you know, the insight of, of what, you know, to see what they're doing. And, and, and it, was, it was amazing. Um, and then I brought that way of thinking off. So I'm so, um, thinking when I'm fighting. So one round in, uh, you know, you do Super League or you do the um, MAIs. Cool. No problem. You know, I can, I, can, I can do it. Then let's take up to two rounds. Yeah, this is brilliant. Because when I was the box, it's the box um, when I was, Probably from about 15 upwards. It's a good boxing. So boxing is always to be about two, three round. Um, yeah, round. they love a round or two, don't they? Yeah, they go for it. Yeah. And, and, but there's strategies in what you do and stuff like that, depending on your fight. So I'm thinking, yeah, okay. Um, you can you can test the person's fitness. You can yeah. test the person's concentration because you haven't got that concentration. If you lapse concentration, I'm going to find it in you. Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. So don't concentrate and you're not on you're not and saying, yeah, I'm gonna yeah, you, you're gonna go sleep. Okay. Yeah, because I thought I thought brilliant fires, brilliant fires. And I'm thinking, well, you're gonna lapse, you're gonna lapse, yeah, you're gonna yeah, blow yeah. up, you know, because you're gonna you you soon you're gonna you're gonna blow up, you ain't gonna move as fast. That's where I'm gonna come in. You're in so my who's, so go on, let's let's do a little bit of that then. Give me a couple of people who've really enjoyed having fights with over the years. There must oh, be a couple. Just, 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 just loads, just loads. Um, I, 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 for my weight, um, I'm going on my weight. Yeah, so guys, you know, it's, it's yeah, impressive. But it's on my weight. Say, like, I've had fights with um, Corey Kane. Oh, oh. everything is like a world championship. When I when I see Corey Kane on there and Corey go like this, Corey like business. I'm thinking yes, this 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 is this is the this is the thing because because Corey's he's great, got, yeah. He's the guy who tried to get into your head, you know? Yeah. He, 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 Corey's, again, things we're looking for, fitness, focus, ready. Explosive, you know? he's conditioning oh, again, yeah. yeah I, I yeah, can remember seeing yeah. some of the stuff he, he was doing, unbelievable. Takes it to a different dimension. You don't follow, you know, you're going to follow him, you know? So when I, when I see Corey at the other side of the map, I'm like this, yeah, this is a world championship for me. Do you know what I mean? This is the ultimate, you yeah? yeah. um, know? When I see... Matthew Winsberg. Oh God, yeah. yeah. You know, then he came into the play. Matthew made me train hard again. You know, really? so I said, yeah. <laughs> I said, Matthew, no, I said, yeah, yeah, this guy. And the thing is, we fight these people, you know they're good. You're, you're thinking to yourself, right, I don't want to lose, but if I lose to this guy, it's cool. That's I'm gonna right. come back strong and I'm gonna beat you. But if I lose, if I lose to this guy, it's cool. Well, kind of cool, but yeah, I, I'm going to give it my whole, you know, I'm yeah. going to reuse. So I like fighting him. I like fighting, um, I, I, I did like fighting Nikos. I fought Nikos a few times. Did you? Uh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Once me and Nikos was, um, um, the first time I fought Nikos was, they invited me to, um, what was it, the, the Swiss Open. No, it wasn't Swiss Open. It was called, it was changed then. It was called the, the Pirates Cup or something like that. I can't remember. It was in Switzerland. And they invited me and they invited Nikos because they wanted us to fight in the final. Um, unfortunately, I lost. Nikos won by one point. 
Uh, but, but, but I didn't know him, he didn't know me, and it, it was it was good, it was good. And then from there, we, we sort of built a good light, you know? And uh, oh, I love I love Nikos, he's like... Oh, he's, like, he's a great guy, great guy. Really great guy. And his training's yeah. awful, like the, the training that the, I've, I've been lucky enough to teach at the summer camp for the last few years. Yeah, and um, the kicking drills, and the thing is, he's still demoing them, Sean, and he's, he's talking about blocking a leg and the legs up here while he's talking. <laughs> and he's like, yeah, so when this has happened, and, blah, 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 and then he just put the top, and you're like, dude, you could have put your leg down 10 seconds ago. There was no need for that. Yeah, like, oh, wicked. He's got a crazy, his leg, and it's, it's like he's got no hips. It's you know, the hip. So I've, I've talked about who did I talk about this with? Uh, Danny Slevin, because Danny comes out quite a lot to do the um, filming for it and, and has taught a bit now himself over there and, um, you know, trains as well, actually, in most of the sessions. Um, me and Danny were talking about it. He's one of these people that he's not a shift kicker. The leg on the, on the mat with Nikos doesn't actually do much. He just extends his hips and dislocates them. Yeah. Takes your yeah. face off. Yeah. Um, and then hurts. <laughs> You're there and you think you're out of range. 100%. Like, 100%. 100%. It's like, damn, you know what I mean? But, uh, you know, but again... I can um, remember, I think it was that Golden Glove, that team event, but don't quote me, where you and Andy were together. And it was Michael and Michael Page and Christian were in that same tag team. Yes. In fact, it kicked off, actually, and you stepped in and loud everyone. I remember that. Um, <laughs> loud everyone. Loud everyone, just hands everywhere, just <laughs> sticky hands and chucking Italians. I can remember it clearly. Um, I was in the crowd filming with the oldest phone ever. I've like, <laughs> actually got you stepping in and breaking it up. Um, but I can remember Nikos uh, was, so Christian suicide tagged Michael Page. And Nikos looked like, he, Michael looked like he was well out of range because on the edge of the mat still, had barely stepped on. And this go-go gadget hip <laughs> grabs him yeah. by the head. Yeah. And it was like, oh Christ. And it, it took a moment to realise what just happened because I never really saw Michael get kicked much ever. No, no. And then Nikos did it again. And I'm like, and then Michael found his time and did his thing, got past it. But the biggest thing for me is like, it was so unorthodox and it's still for me, a such a different style of kicking. Like it's, it's not shift, 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 like your Harold Schmitz, your, your, your Jolts, like people like that. It's, it's, it was so like, he would stand still, his hip would, and he'd do it in class. So like when he's demonstrating, like his back hip will just do this. That's right. Yeah. His leg, his leg yeah. is here. Yeah. He leans in and, he, and, he just, and he just opens up. And, he's, and you're thinking, yeah. you're thinking, wow. You know, so you imagine we're in, we're, in, we're in Switzerland, we're on the map, and he just sets off and he's just, he's just doing that. And you're thinking, wait, what's, what's the point? That's hard to work with. Yeah. 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 But like everything, you know, seconds in the, in point fighting, you've got adjust in seconds. Yeah. And if you don't adjust in seconds, it's good night straight away. Bam. Especially with a headhunter like that, because that's that's easily six points given away in 20 seconds. Yeah, yeah. Definitely. Um he's definitely he's one of my favorites, uh, Nikos. And similar to you, like I spend a lot of time just you may notice I probably bug you half the time. I'll ask you so many questions and talk to you because I always want to hear what you have to say. And Nikos is very similar. Like I'll sit Nikos down in Greece. I'll put a coffee in front of him between sessions. I'm like, right, let's talk about this. And he's so, like, bearing in mind, it's not his first language either. His ability to talk about the principles behind uh, a drill, a theory, mm. um, a technique mm. is so clear. Yeah. Like, I couldn't even do it in my own first language. And, <laughs> I, and I really, I really appreciate people like that because he's an open book, oh, always has been. Definitely. And I think you, you fall into that category every time I've said to you, why this, why this, why this? Like, it's, 
for me as a coach coming through the ranks and even now I'm, I'm far from finished learning it's great to be able to have someone to just hear what they have to say you know Kevin you see the, the secret is that we're, we're all learning we're all still yeah. the moment you stop and you think I know I know enough that's that's the time you need to give up and fade away you know you'll fade away because there's always things to learn you know I, I watch I watch what you say I watch you know, I'll, I'll, I'll be there with the own king. What's what he says? You know, yeah. I'll, be, I'll be listening what Elijah says, or I'll, I'll be listening to. Um, I'll, I'll try to suss out what Christian's saying. You know, clever, clever guy, clever guy. Oh yeah, very clever guy. Yeah, and and I love them as quite. I, I think he's Same. amazing. I I, I always remember. I think it was that same year I was fighting in the Italian Open and end of the year. Do you remember that? Like October time? Yeah. And um, I was still in the colour belt. So I was an orange belt. Mm -hmm. And um, Michael said to me, like, I'll let you do the colour belt, but you've got to do the black belt division as well. I'm like, okay, cool. Great. And um, I remember going to, and Michael was fighting. So Christian, who I'd never really met apart from, you know, whatever, high at the previous tournament, jumped behind me. I couldn't, this guy was massive. He was basically using the points division to warm up for his full contact fight in the ring. Dude. And he kept back leg round kicking me and I'm just trying to wipe me out. And obviously it's a color belt. Intimidation still plays a bit of factor, but yeah, I was very sure. game to get involved. And um, I was getting it wrong. And then I hear Christian call time and he comes out on mobile. And I'm like, oh, so and he literally takes my glove off me and throws it in the other area. And in that time where he threw my glove off, he, he actually stood next to me and taught me to step off reverse punch in this moment is that this is what you need to do you need to do nothing else do this so someone else another i think it was another hungarian retrieved my glove i put my glove back on uh christian got a, a bollocking for doing that in the first place but i was just like finding it quite funny that this little dude bear in mind he's still sub 74 kilos at this stage <laughs> yeah um, just had the audacity to literally yeah. it was so obvious just literally like that yeah. And then the next minute, I'm teaching. I actually won the fight, and I put that fight yeah. down to Christian, which is like it's hilarious. Game changer, isn't it? So it's, it's like um, uh, uh, Baptiste was like that. Really, Baptiste. really. Yeah, he knew every trick in the book. Every trick in the book. You can ask anyone. He would, he, you know, he would do the, the, the smallest things. Do you know what I mean? And you'd be like, you can't do that, Dave. And he'd be like, I can, I can, I can, you know, and, and you'll just say something to you and you think, ah, yeah, right, okay, yeah. Because sometimes, you know, as a coach, you don't, you know, you can have a top fighter there. And it's not saying that you're better than the fighter, that you know more than the fighter, but you can just say something or just remind them. You realise you, you can just step to the side. You realise you can just put back yeah. in the room there. You realise that body is open. You realise, you know, and then, of course... Yeah, because you, you, you're trying to do everything. You're trying to think everything. You're trying to stay focused. You're, and then some things you miss. And that's oh, why I feel like I'm the, having a coach. So you can just tell me that little thing, not shout at me too much and stuff like that. No. Just tell me that little thing, yeah. Because I don't want somebody shouting me to do stuff because you're just telling the other um, fire. What's I, do that, I, I, I like doing that on purpose. That's one of my favourite things. So if I'm coaching the opposite side, I'll say things that I know they want. Like, for example, if my fighter's fighting your fighter, it would be very much like, um, like, oh, you know, they don't want to do this. They don't want to do that. And just negative reinforce it. Or my other one is uh, tell them something that's going to happen that's never going to happen. Like, as they come, back kick. As they come, back kick. Yeah. Like, yeah. I have different... So my guys, 
for example, hear back kick and it means something completely opposite. We play with it in the club all the time. So it's, it's, it's more because it's the entertainment value for me as a coach. Um, <laughs> but also I'm very attuned in the fact that there's some really good coaches out there right now and they'll pick up what you say. So oh, yeah. what yeah. you choose yeah. to expose to the other side is very yeah. much in your control still. So I, I, it is, is, yeah, it's all about strategy. And, and, oh, I love it. I, that, that's the bit I'm really missing during all this pandemic stuff is the the backwards and forwards with other coaches. Yeah, the, the, um, coaches now, there's, 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 there's loads of them. There's loads of really good coaches. Some of them, um, you know, you, you you wouldn't you wouldn't think you know you or you, you know you don't expect but you could you could see you know the things they say because yeah. coaches is an all round job you know it's, it's making your your fire confident um, getting ready you know um, just knowing knowing what they need you know it's individual that's the thing that we I can't remember I, I touched on this with someone I can't remember it was but there's no blanket approach. No, like how I speak to Natasha would be different to speak to Jess to a different. I speak to yeah Adam. because you will get no dinner. Well, bro, <laughs> I love the fact that you think Natasha cooks me dinner in the first oh, place. But... Oh, sorry, <laughs> sorry. That's the, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. I, I'm okay. definitely the chef in the house, dude. Well, you get a kick. <laughs> no, that's guaranteed on a daily basis. But it's it's definitely. Um, I've seen people get that wrong and try to coach one fighter exactly the same as fighter B. When fighter B needed a cuddle and a, and, and a chat, fighter A needed that hype, mm. and they've tried to blanket approach it. And I think that's one of the big things about getting the right coach. Like for me, when I coach Natasha, you're you know yourself. I always look for you, mm. um, like worlds and stuff. Or if we've ever had that opportunity, I love coaching next to you with with top ten. We've done it loads over the last few years. Yeah. I think you're for me as a coach having you next to me brings the best out in me because you have a calming presence, which allows me to think better. I don't get caught up in the moment as much when I've got you there because I know that if I do slip and miss something, 99.9% of the time, you're going to fill that gap anyway. I don't have to like get into like a frenzy or a panic because I know if it needs to be said, you'll say it. Mm. And that's what I quite like about you. You calm me down as a coach, but also if I have got a moment where I'm kind of lost, which does happen, you're nine times out of ten on the same beat as me, and you'll get it out, which is yeah. great. I, I always try to, you know, I, um, I, I can coach with um, not many people I can coach with, but there's there's quite a few people I can coach with, and or I like it, I enjoy coaching with, and I I do I do understand. So I, I will like um, I, I would look for your lead. So and I and I can I was sort, you're sort very of, good at sense, that sense sense where you're coming from, and because. Um, my, I see it as a coach, obviously, you know, it's, it's obvious, but, you know, we, we, we're there to make the fire win. So whatever the fire needs and what to, to win, uh, we try to enforce that. And um, if it's, if it's uh, me taking the lead or it's me holding back, or it's me, whatever needs to be done to yeah. make that fire to win. Um, and, and some, some coaches I can, I can work really well with that and, and um, I, I, they understand me, and I understand them. Um, like you're saying, you know. Um, so it, it's it's a good it's a good way. It's a good way. I can remember. This is my, I've got a very good memory. Then I like it's a frightening memory, by the way. And um, I can remember one of my clearest moments of clarity from you, which was Natasha in Dublin, quarters or semi-final against Adrian Kadash from Hungary. Mm. 
Yeah. We were over at the the top left-hand side of the arena. Yeah. And um, Tasha just scored a head kick. And it was putting the fear of God into me at that moment because every time she did it, it felt like Adrian would step in on it. And we were like, oh. So then she did it again for the second time and caught her in the head again. I turned around to you and I turned around and said, I said, Sean, I don't know why she's doing that. I, I'm not seeing it. And I don't like it. And I just remember you literally put your hand on my shoulder and you went, she sees it, Kevin. She's done it twice. It's fine. And I'm like, okay, yeah, cool. <laughs> but at that moment as a coach, because it felt, you know, the Hungarians are like, it felt like she was going to slap and step every moment. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And for some, for some reason, Tasha kept picking up this leg and kicking yeah. her in the face. Yeah. And I, couldn't, yeah. I couldn't work yeah. it out. Yeah. I couldn't see yeah. it, the timing. Yeah. Sometimes like, when, when, you, when you got that vision and you got, you got that feeling you, and you got, you know it's going to work. You just know it's going to happen. And, and that's exactly yeah. what you said after the fight. Yeah, it's just boom, boom, boom. Why not? But it was for me there, there, and then obviously we got to share a really special moment, which was the final of the same year against um, Elena. Elena, yeah, Elena. Only wow. time Tasha goes up in that fight was the final point with two seconds to go. Yeah, she was down yeah. all three rounds. I don't remember ever being too stressed up until that last few seconds. No, yeah, it's a weird one. Yeah, it was. I know it was um, she was down, but you kind of you had that feeling, or yeah, things were going. It was like, you know, we're going to get a breakthrough here. We're going to get because it, it felt like that. I've seen it happen. I've seen it happen so many times when somebody's up, 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 up. and what what happens is that sometimes, yeah, you get confidence for the person who's up, but you get too confident. Do you know what I mean? And yeah, I think what happened with Lena? She got too confident. Yeah, she got complacent in that last few seconds of that fight for sure. The distance was awful. Yeah, like she'd tell you yeah. that herself. Now we speak to her quite a lot, and she's she's, yeah. she's a good friend. She's cool. Um, it, they tactically had Natasha nailed. Like I know her and Louise were watching footage the night before, and the way that they were clashing Natasha's leg, almost kicking her in the bum. That's right. And spoiling her work, mm. like it was genius tactically. I think that's one of the, the smartest fights I've been involved in. Mm. Um, Tasha's composure. I thought was great. She kind of just sat there, like coming back to us, we were still very chill. I didn't feel the need to heighten the emotion or pick the pace up. It was very much like, yeah, this is happening. Cool. Okay. And then obviously we're both, well, I don't know about you. I couldn't hear anything else, but at the end I'm like, don't go, don't go, don't go. Now Tasha obviously goes to the blitz and scores. That could be another example there that Elena might've even heard the don't go. Cause I was screaming it at her, Sean. Yeah, yeah. Like, and yeah. Tash, like you said, she felt in the moment she could have gone. But yeah. I'm taking a hundred percent credit that Elena heard me shout, shout "Don't go," <laughs> thought that she was safe, and Tasha went anyway. And uh, yeah, I, I'm still she's still very thankful. Yeah, <laughs> I, I do think I, I I do think that I do think that it was a, a combination of yeah saying yeah don't go Choking and aside. She yeah. was thinking, yeah, I got this. I, 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 you know, this is seconds. I got this, you know. So, it, do you know what I mean? And, and then, uh, and then Tash, boom, she's gone straight away. You know, it's, Mate. it's, it's, it's good. what a set of emotions that was that day. Christ, brilliant. Okay. Yeah, brilliant. That's fantastic. Really, um, 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 I'm not going to try and highlight too many people because we could be there all day with your team. I've said to you and your guys over the years so much that at one point when Bristol were at every tournament, you guys really did set the benchmark for everything. Like, you, not only did you have great fighters, you had frightening volume. Like, it wasn't one or two, it was six or seven. Like, 
Um, are, are you talking about like, um, are you talking about when? Are you talking about years and years ago? Are you talking Not about years now? and years, but more when there was like a synergy between the three of you main guys, like your Shara and your Andy's use. You turn up and it was, I think, was it still Bristol Death Squad then or was it? Oh, for Bristol Death Squad. Yes. Oh, Christ. Yeah. We had was it that far back or was it might have been just after the rebrand, but you all guys were in the same suit and like yeah, the, yeah. Depth, the depth in the team was frightening. Yeah, yeah. We, we've to be honest, we've always sort of had um, um, great depth because, again, there, you, you know, from from I can remember, we've always had good fights coming up, and we've always been competitive. I mean, I used to in in here. I, um, we, we used to have sparring sessions with, um, you know, going back in two um, thousands, um, early two thousands, where we used to just. You know, it's just Spar, um, um, Sharon, Andy, um, Ross, you know, um, Luke, Gerge. We used to be, you know, and, and there's many more um, who's in, in the background used, used to want to come and have a go, you know. Um, and we, we always used to have that depth. And we, then we had the young kids um, used to come yeah, in. Yeah, young kids you know? team. Friday yeah, like it, there's, there's loads. I mean, if you, if you think about it, it's, um, there's um, loads in the past because... You know, some come and go, some stay. You know, it's 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 quite difficult. Kids now, there's so much to do. So, you know, you, you get them starting, and then they'll go so far, and then they'll jump away or university and stuff like that. So for me, one of my favourites of all time, um, Corey Cook. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. Like Corey, I'm not yeah. going to highlight everybody because I feel it'd be unfair if I forget someone. You could you could highlight like 99 percent of your team, but for me, Corey, like to be around. Firstly, he's a real pleasant kid to be around, but then on a mat, like he wants to win, right? Like he's yeah. he's hungry for it. Yeah, I think he's naturally embedded in, in his head. Is like you know he's he's a he's a different he's a different um, competitor. He's very yeah. very highly motivated. He's very yeah. technical. He's you know he's he's is I think he's he's a special kid. Yeah, he's, he's special. I, I say that to him, um, and he sort of laughs at me. But I think, you know, you know, just in life generally, you know, yeah. um, I think everyone's special. You, you know, we, we get. I've in my time, I've I've thought I've, you know, you, you had your, and I'm, I'm not singing again. Not singing about anyone. But no. you know, look at Sharon. She's she's still Sharon. If Sharon put her head to it, and she she could still compete now. You know, so you can still compete now. Without, without um, question. Yeah. You know, apart from injuries, gets lots of injuries. So, um, but, you know, and then, you, you know, you've you got your, you've got your Andes, you know, and, you know, um, you, you, there's, there's, there's loads of, there's, there's loads of them who's, who's been through and they're special people. Um, special to me because they've been with me for years and they yeah. still are, you know, and, and Corey, again, um, I think he's is uh, very special the way he thinks, yeah. the way he approaches certain things. Um, I think he's had the privileges as well because he's, I, I think, you know, um, he's, uh, him and his sister Aston, you know Aston, um, very well. Um, started with with Lloyd, then you know, gone with Andy and um, Sharon, and then with Sharon, then with me. You know, and um, they've had that that tuition along the way, you know, and that and that breaded into them, yeah. and, and and they've had a lot of information there, a lot of yeah, lot of knowledge, you know, and I think again, we call it within himself, 
his mindset. You know, we, we, we train, we, we spar, um, and his mindset, the way he thinks and the, and the way he approaches stuff, I, I think is, 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 is really cool. I think he's... Uh, I, I like the way he talk, like talking to Corey. He's... Um, he, he doubles up as a club coach for you guys as well, right? He's, he's, he's around yeah, everywhere. Yeah, yeah. He's probably one of the younger people that I actually have a lot of respect for from a coaching perspective as well. But because of his fighting brain, when he fights and uses his brain, he has a really nice ability and had it pretty much instantaneously when he was coaching kids, I would sit there because obviously we had the little top top 10 hookup and we've always been close to Bristol and Corey's family, especially. So I'd always just be like, if he was rushing off coaching someone, there was no adult and you were crazy busy or Sharon was, I'd always just sit on a chair with him or stay close just in case something happened and they needed like an adult type thing. You, and, you coached him many times as well, haven't you? Yeah, a few. And yeah, yeah, yeah. He's, what, he's, what I love about him is when you hear him coach, he didn't need, ever need me sitting there. I'm just sitting there because I just want to be there for him if he needs me. Never has, never probably will. But the clarity that he brings to that situation for the other fighter now blows my mind every time I listen to him. Like his brain, it, to, to do it when fighting is one thing. To express it as a coach to another fighter is a completely different skill set. Right. Like not every fighter makes a great coach. I'm a big advocate for that. Yeah, but definitely, definitely. For me, I was listening. To, I've listened to this kid from mid-teens coaching smaller kids, and like you'd want him in your corner now. Even yeah. even then, at 15, 14, 15, you're like, yeah, where's I'll, I'll take Corey. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. do you know what I mean? He's, he's actually very. So I'm like, he's coached a couple of my guys when I've struggled for running around the place. Um, and I, I never ever stress about it. If Corey's behind Adam, for example, who he knows quite well anyway, and I know they're just gonna get the job done. Like yeah. he's he's exceptional all rounder. He's a great fighter. He punches great. His leg is exceptional, which you forget about until he picks it up and puts it in someone's face. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But his brain is his yeah. brain is next level. Is is training? Is training? You know, and um, he 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 personally we've, we've gone through is training regime and it, it's it's actually crazy. So is is kicking ability, uh, you know, you yeah. see him kick and stuff like that, but the training he does to to get there, to do that sort of um, those, those kicks and stuff is, is, is crazy. It's crazy. You'd hear, you'd hear him talk about that training because I've, I've, I've obviously asked on every occasion mm. and the training is so intense that you think he's given you an answer that you want to hear, mm. but doesn't really exist. And if it was any other person, you'd just think it's a bit of a bullshit answer because yeah. you want to make your training look harder than it is. We all do it. But you hear what he actually goes through. And I've had it backed up by so many different people that that's what he's done to get his leg there. Yeah. It almost feels unattainable. And to most people who don't want to put the work in, it probably is unattainable. Yeah, yeah, it's true. It, it, you're, you're right, actually, because uh, a lot of people will give up straight away <clears throat> when you do it. Um, We've done it. We've done it loads down here. Um, you know, you using, uh, you know, it's the same using resistant bands, using weights. Um, you know, and you, you, when you think, well, we'll stop now because I'm I'm not kicking anyway. But you know, when you say stop, you'll carry on. You'll carry on. You you you'll you'll go that extra. Yeah, you know, the, the, the knee chamber is amazing, and you know, he, he's 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 just constantly worked and worked and worked, and he always does. And his hand speed. You know, we work on hand speed. This is, this is my, this is, I, 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 I love a hand technique, you know, <laughs> I love the blitz and stuff like yeah. that. So, um, and the footwork, 
I love footwork, um, you know, so we, we constantly working on angles and footwork and, and um, uh, dealing with inches, you know, um, and adjusting and stuff yeah. like that um, and different ways, but he, he will take it. And, and the thing is he listens. So, you yeah, know, he's really coachable. Even for he, he takes things on things, stuff on board. Yeah. You know, um, which, you know, a lot, a lot of my students listen. I hope they do. Um, yeah, they do. You got your team synergy is great. Like you, like, even though I'm hearing it from the other side when I'm fighting against you, I've sat next to you enough to hear like very little, you're not a big chatter, but you'll give them what they need. Mm. And the application is almost instantaneous, which as a coach is mm. what you want. And I've seen it with the likes of Corey, very close level. I've seen it with Aston before. Um, Hayden, Grace, like you, you get all these guys that I've spent quite a lot of time around. Yeah, you can hear how quickly and how adaptable they are fighter coach wise. Mm. Um, and yeah, like you've got the, honestly, you could talk about so many Ashana before that. I remember Ashana coming across my guys. Like there's so many really good guys coming from yeah. from Bristol. Yeah, yeah, it's good because I think I, I think the coaches, you know, you know, it's 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 no. Because sometimes people might say, "Oh, Sean, yeah, you got." I don't think it's me. I think it's like the Bristol brand. So you know, you got you got Shatter in there, and you know, she, she's she's got a well of knowledge, which she was learned the same same way I've learned. Um, you you you've got Andy there. He's got a, a, a lot of <laughs> a lot of knowledge as well. You know, so um, and and there's all these people that can, you know, can can or have produced really, 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 really good fighters. You know, and we'll continue to produce really good fights. And we continue because yeah. the idea, the whole thing about it's like um, Bristol, um, Southwest Bristol. We produce fighters. Yeah, we will produce fighters, and we will always produce fighters. And and we keep that that way, the way we 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 deliver it, and and we'll we'll adjust it slightly. Yeah, because the sport adapts, right? Yeah, evolve. We have to evolve. We can't stand yeah. still. So we always are trying to evolve, and I've and I'm a great believer in trying to evolve trying to you know that's why um we um i done um way back going back about probably 10 years now we we used to do um uh grillo in, intensive training you know um we, we done an old um batch of that where yeah full season i was seeing you oh, pop up in every country, yeah, yeah. so you know it was, it was amazing amazing concept the, 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 the i went to one in milan and I'm seeing the videos, you know, yeah. amazing. I went there. Um, JC was there as well. Mm-hmm. Um, Chase, Chase drove. Um, of course he did. Yeah, he drove. Two days. Ciao. Yeah, ciao, ciao. Yeah, yeah, playing. Um, um, <laughs> and I um, uh, went there with um, um, Sharon. Yeah, uh, Sharon along um, again because uh, for her for her training. Um, oh, the girls! The girls at that one session we were insane, right? There was amazing. loads of them. Amazing, you know. And you, you see the um, fires we had there was Rome, uh, Roman. We had uh, Robbie, Harold. Uh, Harold um, oh, it was just Marco. Was, oh, Demarco! I love Demarco. He's one of my favourites. Oh, he's crazy! Crazy! Yeah, one of the so first internationals funny. I ever fought. Didn't realise in a t- in a team event. I told the story with Danny, and like hit me with a back kick, the cleanest back kick to date, even now. And um, I thought I thought I died. <laughs> like it was literally just yeah. yeah. Bang! I woke up the next day, started to try and yawn. And I thought my rib cage was going to keep on going. It was awful. Like 
What, yeah. a, what a session that must have been. Oh, amazing, amazing. Because Grillo approached me, in, I think it was in, um, in, in Athens, Athens Open, he approached me saying, you know, this is what I'm doing, blah, 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 and the first one. I couldn't make the first one, but I said, look, I'm going to try to make the second one. Um, so uh, with Sharon arranged it, we, we went over and, and done it. And from then I was hooked. Because I liked, you know, I do like the, the Italian style. I do like the Italian way of fighting, the mentality. Not to, stuff yeah. like that. Um, it was amazing. And, um, and I also liked Grillo as a fighter because I fought him. Um, we've, we fought their team in um, best fight, I can't remember the year, probably 2001 or 2000. Um, we fought them in the finals. So it was Grillo, um, they had uh, Mike um, Pamparo Pum, Pum, on, the, on the team and um, uh, a few others. So, and I fought Grillo in the, in, in the first, I think it was the no first way. matchup or the second match. Yeah, yeah he was only young. Um, and, uh, and I just liked that little, you know, the, 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 the star. And I thought, yeah, and I've always watched him through and, and you know and I fought DeMarco as well um he's he's another uh one I really look up to because again that's like he's nice busy I can remember was him, yeah I seen him fight first time I think I seen him fight was in the um Irish Open and he, he looked like Rasputin you know yeah the, the, this little crazy hairstyle beard and he's all, he was like everywhere in one minute he's over here Force, he's over forcing here. forcing the head guard on the hair <laughs> like trying <laughs> to get it on yeah. yeah so um yeah, I, I really like the style, you know, because he was just unpredictable. Yeah. Um, and, you know, as you know, there's lots of many different fighters, Italians, um, great fighters. Yeah. Uh, um, so I like the fight. So, so we, we went, anyway, we went, we done, we done that. And then I invited him over to, um, to the UK to do a, a few seminars. Um, we done a great one, a really good one, actually, where we, we classed it in time where Jaddy was doing the tour. So we had Jaddy in. Michael was there as Michael well. Was there, yeah. Fantastic one. That was Duke uh, was there as well. Elijah was actually talking about that on the last podcast we did last week. Oh yeah, um, Elijah. Okay, yeah, yeah. Elijah he, said, he was telling me about how much he enjoyed that seminar because it was like you had oh. you had everyone there that you really wanted to listen to, and you had internationals fly into it as well, which was brilliant. Yeah, yeah. We we had loads um, of international. Well, I said you know it was, it was it, we had quite a few of them, um, and. It was amazing because we had, a, um, not only the men we had, we had a good set of women as well, you know? So yeah. the idea is to bring women in because, you know, bring women, women um, fighters in and, and, and get them on the page and get them, you know, um, trained together and yeah. stuff like that. So, yeah, so, you know, um, getting into that international uh, way of thinking, trying to involve the way we fought um, in, in, the, in my team, you know, our team, uh, Bristol team, it was, it was for them as well as, to uh, um, as to invite invite other um, UK fighters because you know to um, invite uh, Elijah and Tom down you know and and I was to invite all these ones who I think you know will benefit from this so we can yeah. push the UK and get up to speed uh, yeah. and then a couple of times I've had you know um, I've had Muradi um, uh, over as well. And, 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 and obviously, as you know, I've had um, Jaddy over um, doing um, uh, seminars at um, Raymond Daniels, Jack. Fender. Yeah, yeah, great seminars yeah. again, all of them. Yeah, yeah, lots of, I've, had, I've, had, I've had a lot to, to and it's not, because some people think it's just, just myself. Yeah, we do do it for our, our fights, our Bristol fights. But at the end of the day, my, my thinking was, if we can improve the level, level. of UK fighters, yeah this, yeah, this is happening. You know, you should be here because knowledge is key. You know, knowledge is key. And, and for the ones 
not saying all the ones, but some people don't like people training with other people. Then it's, it's you know, yeah, okay, I, I kind of understand, but, you know, the, the more this day and age, the more you know, the more you mix, it's going to be I better. think a lot of that comes down to the other instructors maybe just a little bit more self-conscious. I think they kind of feel like if they've, if they've got knowledge gaps, they're either subconsciously not ready to do that or they're unwilling to learn and their own insecurities come through. Because I think there's no more, there's nothing more important than training with other people. We do a lot of, when we first moved to Scotland, Natasha and I, for the first six months, all of my squad trainings were open because I went to a tournament very early on and realized the standard was still slagging behind the the UK, the British or the English circuit rather. Yeah. Um, and it was kind of like, I needed to try and improve the st standard around us to compete. I, I came in and fought early on, hadn't trained for three months and won the first two or three events. And I looked at myself like I've never trained less and gone, I shouldn't be winning here. Yeah. So it was a case of like, we had to improve the standard yeah. and we still try and do bits like that. Like similar to yourself, we're bringing seminars, we're trying to we'll be proactive with bits and pieces because if you if you improve the bits around you, it's only going to put you in better stead when you go to another level of a tournament yeah. as well. I, I think if you surround yourself, if you chain with champions, yeah, or chain with um, top coaches who've developed champions, then that's going to only make you you be in that. You know, because I it, when that when again when I when I I was fighting I. I I wanted to train with champions. You know, when, when I said to you earlier on, when we went into a, um, 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 fought for the uh, Lao Guard national team, and I went in, it's all champions. There's all champions, all people champions. Then you had people under those who wanted to be champions. And then it was you. Yeah. Hunger, yeah, there's levels. So it, it was you was just come in and you're thinking, you know, I say, wow. But in my head, I was thinking, right, First, I'm going to beat you. <laughs> then I'm going to beat you. Then the I'm going to the roadmap. Yeah, you and that's my vision. You know, so every time I meet you, if I lose against you, it's not your time yet because you're going to be there somewhere. And again, that's parallel to what Elijah was saying. He used to have a hit list. Oh, okay, he was talking about his hit list, and he'd go like, you know, yeah. Kevin, Kev, this is my hit list. I'd scrap them off as I go. Keep going. <laughs> yeah, I tried. To, I was going to ask him to name names, but I thought that'd be awkward, so no, I didn't. No, 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 yeah. But, um, yeah, yeah I think that's very interesting that that mentality, yeah, um, tr comes true again. Yeah, with with again, Elijah is special, you know. Um, oh. and he's got the hunger, you can see it in his eyes. We've, we've talked many times, I've coached him, um, I helped coach with him, um, in, in different tournaments and stuff like that. I spoke to his dad, we speak and have these conversations, and yeah, stuff like that. And from what he would feed back to me you'd think wow this guy is going to be something amazing you know and he, he yeah he, you know as well as doing that on one stage as well as doing the point fight, he's doing, he's, i don't know if he's still doing it you know he's doing his jiu-jitsu and he's doing his boxing, boxing and stuff like that and it's stuff like i was thinking well yeah you know it's, it's he's 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 a warrior you know this guy is yeah. he's, he's highly competitive you know and he's willing to learn the, the idea is is that you're willing to learn sometimes you you speak to people and you'll say um you'll say something to someone and they will not listen to you you know you can see you can say that it's like oh yeah he okay. takes everything in guy takes everything in do you know what I mean okay yeah oh, okay. i can remember i think it was i might get the, the tournament wrong here but he lost a, to I think it was jordan white in best fighter one year 
And then we were going to White Tiger together. I wasn't coaching him at Best Fight, someone else was. And we get to Ireland. He's like, Kevin, I'm going to fight him. I didn't go well last time. I'm like, well, cool. We'll, we'll change it this time. This is what we're going to do. When, you know, and I don't think I did much in the fight from a coaching point of view. It was a lot of reassurance, like you've got this, rah, rah, rah. There was one moment where I said to do something, he did it instantly. Like it was almost like he'd trained with me for 10 years. <laughs> You're like, yeah. Dude, this yeah. is probably one of the earlier moments, memories I have of coaching Elijah yeah. ever. Exactly. And I'm just thinking, yeah, it felt like I was coaching one of my guys or Natasha. Like the the, yeah. the yeah. instant response, like I think the ability to be coached is a massive skill set. Yeah. It's not what I possess very well. Like I obviously had Michael coach me for most of my career, and then when I came to Scotland, it was Natasha coaching me. I was a I was an awful fighter, and the fact that I would never listen that might be because at that point I thought I knew more. I didn't. It might be a case of like. It was my wife that shouldn't have made a difference. Like yeah. it was one of these things where I, I definitely was a, wasn't a very good listener. And that's my biggest regret in regards to fighting. Um, my goals changed quite quickly after that. It might've been because of lack of coach. When I, when I was down South, I had a great coaching staff in Curtis, Michael. You had, uh, you had loads there. Yeah, we were tight as a team. So when I came up here, I kind of felt lost. It probably was the, the beginning of the end for me almost instantly because of that. But mm. When you look at people like Elijah and, and Natasha's the same, like if you stood behind Natasha, she, she, she's great at being coached. Adam, mm. great at being coached. Like Elijah, they just have this ability, Corey, where mm. they have they, they have this ability to put the faith in the person behind them, yeah. knowing that they yeah. see the bigger picture. Yeah. That's a skill set for me. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's a, a, a good um, skill set. I've coached like many of people and then, and they, you know, you can tell when they, they look at you or, or they, they, you know, you, you say something, move, 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 cut in from there, boom. And they've, they've done it. It's like, it's, it's, it's like you're, you're controlling them. With the yeah, controller. <laughs> but, but, you know, and, and then they go and, you know, they, um, then they take over, you know, they, they, they know now. They know, they're, they're, you know, they, yeah. they see what, what's happening. I think it was, it was one stage where Michael and Kalon Page, like, I'm pretty sure he ever pulled it out or he pretended to have it where Michael was pretending to play Xbox. While <laughs> coaching Honest to God, that, that, I took about Natasha like finishing my sentences on a fight. Michael used to be able to say half a word and Kalen would respond to it. Like, it was frightening. It did look like they had like a, an attack list. I like think a, but, so. a button combo. Yeah, I'm looking at them. Yeah, I, I think so. I can remember. It's when... so subtle, so yeah. subtle. I can remember Kalon fighting Raymond Daniels once, and and oh, that was a great fight in Austria, yeah, yeah, team Austria, event. Yeah, yeah, and you, you could see Michael this coach, and he was every every tiny, tiny. He was, he was, he was listening to Michael, and he, what you know, a fight that was! I forgot about that fight. Oh what yeah, that was, that was, yeah, that was a good, good, good fight. That was a good fight, and and and, it's, and the same the same time I can imagine, I can remember. Um, uh, Elijah fighting um, in the teams. Lee put him in the teams, and he was fighting. I think he was fighting Smith, or well, something like that. He was fighting such. So, so, and it was only like thirteen. Oh, so crazy! <laughs> yeah, you gonna do this? You gonna put? And Lee's like, yeah, yeah they're right. They're right. Be fair. Yeah, move. And they're up for it. You've seen them. You know, they're always small. Tom and then yeah, yeah, we're up for it. You know, and it was brilliant. Awesome, yeah. Yeah, it's good. He's the hunger, you know. It's good. We were hinting on that last time me and Elijah spoke as well. Like the, the, the guys that came out of Lee's club at one stage. Before oh, yeah. Or the ones that were training together. You had your Toms, your Elijahs, your Ryan Marlowe's. Like, 
it was and then you had like Jack Evans as well like that serious team serious team and all of them all of them made a national squad yeah and they all, they all could fight fight as well like you knew if it, if it kind of got a little bit rough and ready every single one was ready to bang as well like they're yeah, the yeah, foundation yeah yeah it's, it's a shame um I think only a, only a few of them came through to the seniors. But I think, you know, again, with their, their you know, life, life uh, choices and, life. and, you know, you know, things happen, you, you, you out of their control, you know, um, and, and they didn't carry on. But, you know, I was to look on them and think, wow, this, this, this is a good, good, it was solid, serious, yeah, serious um, uh, team, right? You know, it's, it's amazing, amazing. Bristol Open, let's talk. <laughs> Are we gonna get one? Um, it's kept, you know, as you can see hey. by the um, what the government is saying. Um, you, you don't know, you know. Yeah. I, I I can't answer that question because yeah, you know, it's so up and down. And um, I've heard, you know, looking at a third, in, in the, well, third, there may be an, uh, um, a, a, another wave, you know, coming in in October time. So you know. You can't plan anything. Who knows? Yeah, it was taken. It can just take taken from um, under you. So I don't know. I, I I can't answer that question. It's a shame, you know, because um, we we all build Bristol as um, um, to try. Uh, well, we've built to a premier event, oh. and you know we've had many friends and and top fighters um, want to come. You know, we've had we've um, plans. To have um, four contacts. Oh, really? And then, yeah, yeah. Um, oh, got um, Last year was meant to have four contacts. We've got another um, uh, theater there. We was going to have four contacts. Um, you know, and to take it to another level. And you know, so yeah, we're still still waiting to see. Um, There's not much. I, I, I before this. I thought I'd ask the question because it would be funny to see your response. But I checked the guidance, and for live indoor events, there's very little at this stage. They've not said much, have they? No, they say much. And as you know, to to put on an event, it, it costs an arm and a leg, well, and you've got to get it right. You've sure. got to get it right because you just want to just want to break even or, or something like that. Because um, yeah, you know, I know you guys you... don't cut corners on expenses. You no, just want to go to no. your event oh, and you it, realize that quite quickly, like. Uh, obviously don't need to quote figures here, but the referees and the, the travel for the refs alone must be thousands, Sean. It costs thousands, yeah. And anyone who, who, who um, I can say anyone who knows about putting on events, knows about um, costings and stuff like that. I, I did my little Edinburgh Open and that was painful. Oh, like, you know, you, you're talking about, we had... We had um, we had quite a few international referees, which had loads, loads, you know, and and the UK referees was was putting up, and um, you know, we, we were putting them up in the hotels, yeah, and, yeah, and, you know, and and you you bringing them over, and then you got you you got to look at the finance of getting them from the airport to to the arena to the hotel, or and then to the hotel to the arena and back again, and it's a big operation, and as you know, this. This stuff is is hard to do. We enjoy doing it. It's not a complaint saying no, 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 no. People might say, "So why are you doing it?" But we do it because we enjoy doing it. And the, the idea, the main idea of um, through when um, Lloyd Allen first put the Bristol Open on was have something to 
represent Bristol and represent more artists and um, all the students can have to think, right, this is the Bristol Open, yeah. this is um, our, our, our little um, competition. So we, we do love doing it and we do love to invite new, you know, to have exciting fighters. I can remember when, uh, you know, when uh, we had, again, going back to Grillo, we had Jew and we had... Um, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Richie Veris and all those guys fighting on, on uh, that's Morgan Plowden. You had oh, like, we, we, we fight, yeah, even even seeing Bev dominate like every like wow. for me to, to see like a domestic champion, well, not even domestic, an international champion like Bev, but yeah. someone who turns up week in, week out. I like, I'm, I'm the biggest advocate for Bev, by the way. So, yeah, um, Bev, Bev is amazing, Bev, Bev is amazing. For, for UK consistency, there's no better example. Yeah. I can say. You know, women fighters. Um, we've always right had, we've always had good women fighters, yeah. Yeah. Bev, Bev, have taken it to a different level. Agree. Um, you know, I think we, I've I've had one. You know, Sharon Girl has been obviously one of the best um, women fighters of all time, especially for the size and yeah. and things like that. I don't think. You know, you, you have to. Our question: If, if Sharon was um, a bit taller. Would she have been even more outstanding? I think yes. It's a hard one though because sometimes she, it's her stature that does the business. It's a oh, really yeah. difficult I've, one I've to seen argue. Five people, six, nearly six women, six, <laughs> three, six foot tall, and spin kick or hook kick them in the head. So you know, um, and her movement, and she, 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 she's actually amazing. So one of my favorite fights. I've done a few of these podcasts on the other side of it, yeah. and. Um, People say, what's your favourite fight? Um, and my fight I always go back to is Bev versus Louisa in Bristol. Oh, gee. Mate, what a Jeez. fight. That was amazing. I always oh. go back to it. It's one of my favourites for sure. Jeez, that was, that was, that was amazing. That's, that's on YouTube. I'm going to link it to this. Once we publish this out, I'll link that in the, the comments so people can see what we're talking about. Oh, yeah, that was an amazing. I mean, I mean that, that makes it, you know, again, Bev is, um, Louisa's, is one of my best guys without that without that you know you see the composure the timing you know um and and you know she just comes creeps up on them and she does that front front hand to the body reverse punch over the top and it's so fast and the time you, you've got at the right time because if you're not Dude, I, I got her to break that down actually not this year but the last year in greece and i was like louisa come here and I, it was a uh, I was chatting away and I was like, right, we're gonna we're gonna do this now. You're gonna teach me how to do this. I was putting her next to me and I was getting her to walk through the theory, the concept of it. Um, and she's like, no, no, and all the Italians are like, no, John Pure and Leather, it's a secret, it's a secret. <laughs> and um, but they were talking about this technique, and she was like, I love her because she's like like Bev and like a lot of the top class women, they're so humble. Oh yeah, they're yeah. just real people. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, they are, they are, they, um, you know, um, very, very welcoming. Um, and, you know, it's just a pleasure when, when, when you see them um, and, you know, they come to Bristol and fight in Bristol Open, you're just like, wow, you know, I'm so, yeah. I'm so happy to see them there. You know, it's, 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 it's just a, a, an honor to have them there. I gauge a lot of my, like, ex with the women's, like the circuit, I gauge a lot of it off Natasha's experience. So like, for me, it's like, the way Natasha gets when she gets to fight Louisa, she's like a kid. Even though Natasha in her own right has achieved a lot, when she gets to fight Louisa in her head, she's like, right, this is it. And like the, the, those two fights are usually the most boring. They're like zero, zero, one nils. They're awful. 
Um, Tash had a couple of really important victories against Bev. She's probably had more success with Bev than the average woman because she's so dominant. And they're probably up there. And I, I, I really mean this with the wins that Tasha's had in her career, like your, your Wacko Worlds, like yeah. beating Bev for a female yeah. fighter is oh. like winning a world title yeah. because yeah. the woman's incredible. Yeah. Like she's incredible. She's so consistent. Yeah, definitely. Uh, you can see it. very patient um, and aggressive. You know, yeah. Yeah. When she wants to be. I love it, man. And, you know, and she knows, you know, you know, when you, you see something, so you make some mistake or, or it does something, she, or she puts her head up like that. And, and, you know, she she'll, laugh, man. she'll just go back and then she'll just crack. <laughs> and then she'll get two points on you. And you're thinking, wow, look at that. You know, and I've, I've coached her um, um, in, uh, in the Europeans and worlds, you know, and oh. she's, she's very respectful. Um, yeah. Oh. And she's just always on it. Always in on fact, it. It's that Dazelle's foundation again, man. Like the work rate, like his whole team at one stage. I can remember when I was still coming through and it was like him, his son, yeah. uh, Stu Quinn, yeah. Um, yeah. like, yeah. and Bev. And you'd line up against a team event and you'd be like, this is going to be a long few minutes. Yeah, Daz. No one was in for an easy round. But Daz was amazing fighter. You know, oh. again, Daz, Daz kind of, I seen him like a male again, you know. Keep bringing Shine's name, but he's like a male Shine Gill, you know. Hundred percent. Yeah, and, yeah. And you know, he he had no fear. He was like, he he was so good. I used to watch him sometimes. I'm thinking frightening. Uh, and sometimes you probably look at me thinking, why why am I look at? I just look at him thinking. Dude, I think we I think we all did. He's probably used to it. Yeah. Like, the things he used to do, like yeah, blew yeah. my mind. He could do anything, you know. Strong, very quick, you know. And again, he was fighting until, oh God, he, he was fighting until next. He, so, he fought so. in my events in, in, in Edinburgh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. And, and like seeing him against someone quite similar stature, Robbie Hughes. And then you'd watch those two fight and there was not a punch pulled. Yeah. They were trying to kill each other in every single happy. round. Yeah, love it, love it, love seeing But there was no, there was no bad blood. It was purely oh. like they oh. both... There to Game. fight a lot. Oh, like I've watched a lot of the the Robbie Hughes Daz Ellis era. Uh, I like that weight. I like to watch that weight. I think it's Robbie. kind of like, yeah, like you get to kind of look at it and go, I can apply that to a lightweight female. Did, did yeah? Did you see Robbie Robbie Hughes and L Robbie Lavoie? Yeah, of course. There's, oh, there's, there's not a fight I haven't watched you know, to those guys. Yeah, you no, know, because them, I say them guys again, special. Oh. You know, Robbie Hughes, special. But look at Robbie's mentality right now. So look at what he's doing in his business. Yeah. Like, yeah. the guy's super successful. Look at Corey Cook with his tattooing. Look how good he is already. He should not be that good already at tattooing because their vision is clear in every facet of their life. Yeah. Like Robbie Hughes, when he, he joked around once at the end of a Super League and was like, I'm becoming a dentist. I'm going to go down the private sector. I'm going to do really well for myself. Yeah. And everyone was like, yeah, all right, cool, Robbie. Like, you probably will, like, knowing what your head's like. Yeah. I don't think even Robbie thought, well, no, Robbie probably did think yeah. he would get to where he is now. No, you know that, again, it's, it's just like you said, those guys are so focused. Yeah. You know, not saying everybody's not focused, but they're, 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 the two, they're the two percent. mentality. Yeah, it's the 2%. You know, the mentality and what, what makes you different. You know, how far are you willing to go? Yeah. You know, where people say, yeah, I want to be the best, but... Nah, I won't do that. You know what I mean? You know, but these people will do that and beyond. 
you know so and and they can think out the box you know and if you can think outside the box you know it's 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 a good thing it's a good thing you know you just open up a lot more you know and yeah, um and good luck good luck yeah. i think rob um robbie Hughes is doing a, a, a fantastic job i love him the guy never sits still he's always he's always trying to be innovative and yeah. like he's a he's a massive inspiration for me he's one of the few people that i don't scroll down any of his social media i want to listen to everything that guy says yeah um yeah. but sean i could do this all day dude but i, I guess yeah, we we're, yeah. <laughs> probably an hour and nearly an hour and a half deep already so oh, yeah <laughs> i just want to thank you for your time like for me like you've always been a a big idol as much as a friend for me coming through um so thank you for finding the time and um, uh, you know, you asked me to come on, and and yeah, I've I was nervous about asking. You know what? I've, I've asked a few people, and not even felt it. But for me, because I have such respect and looked up to you for so long, um, I was definitely nervous. So thank you so much for doing it. No problem. You can ask me anytime. You know what I mean? And um, you know, I I I I, I, I do get carried away chatting because loads of things come to my head. You know what I mean? And times and stuff. It's probably why we're friends. It's probably yeah. why we're friends. <laughs> This is yeah, Sean. Thank uh, you so much. All right. Have a you, lovely day. Thank you. Yeah. Cheers, Enjoy Take the rest care. of your day. Thank you so much. Cheers, I'm going to you. Bye. <laughs>